Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah. Wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulillahi wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man walah. Amma ba'd. We praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah to exalt the mention of grand peace to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Hayyakum Allah wa bayyakum ahibbati fillah. In joining us in this absolutely amazing class because of the topic that we are covering and that is ladies and gentlemen the al-arba'in al-nawawiyya now in our last class we had completed the discussion on the hadith and we stopped right at wa min fawaidi hadha al-hadith from among the benefits of the hadith of jibril also known as hadith of jibril hey and this hadith is fundamental for you to know Islam. I remember meeting a person uh, who was involved in giving da'wah and doesn't know the hadith of Jibreel. And it was one of the most uh, shocking things I had ever come across. Like how are you A, a Muslim and B, you give da'wah and you've never heard of hadith of Jibreel. It's like no, that doesn't happen. المهم هذا الحديث فيه فوائد كثيرة فلو أراد الإنسان أن يستنبط ما فيه من الفوائد منطوقا ومفهوما وإشارة لكتب مجلدا لكن نشير إشارة قليلة إلى ما يحضرنا إن شاء الله تعالى فمنها الشيخ said this hadith has abundance of benefits and if a person were to extract from it the benefits both that are explicitly mentioned or those that are deduced by understanding uh, then he will be able to write an entire mujallad an entire series of books however the sheikh said we will highlight and and indicate some of them that are present in our mind right now inshallah among them بيان حسن خلق خلق النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وأنه يجلس مع أصحابه ويجلسون إليه ويجلسون إليه highlighting the good character of the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم is that he used to sit with his companions and they used to sit with him وليس ينفرد ويرى نفسه فوقهم he did not seclude himself and see himself to be above them بل إن الجارية تأخذ بيده صلى الله عليه وسلم حتى توصله إلى بيتها ليحلب لها الشات من تواضعه صلى الله عليه وسلم. So much so that the slave girl would grab him uh, by his hand all the way and take him all the way to her house in order for him to milk for her her animal. And this was from his uh, modesty and his humbleness صلى الله عليه وسلم. وَاعْلَمْ أَنَّكَ كُلَّمَا تَوَاضَعْتَ لِلَّهِ ازْدَدْتَ بِذَلِكَ رِفْعَةً Know that the more you humble yourself to Allah, the higher and the, the loftier you will, be, uh, you will become. لِأَنَّ مَنْ تَوَاضَعَ لِلَّهِ رَفَعَهُ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلْ Whosoever humbles himself before Allah, Allah will raise him. That was the first benefit. The second benefit. جَوَازُ جُلُوسِ الْأَصْحَابِ إِلَى شَيْخِهِمْ وَمَنْ يَفُوقَهُمْ the permissibility of the companion sitting 
with their sheikh or whoever is above them. لكن هذا بشرط. But this is conditional. إذا لم يكن فيه إضاعة وقت على الشيخ ومن يفوقه علما that you don't wind up wasting the sheikh's time or that person who's more knowledgeable than you. لأن بعض الناس يأتي إلى من يحافظ على وقته ويستغله في العلم. Because some people will come to someone who's known for preserving his time and utilizing it, utilizing his time for knowledge. فَيَجْلِسُ عِنْدَهُ وَيُطِيلَ الْحَدِيثِ وَيُطِيلُ الْحَدِيثِ So he sits with him and he elongates the conversation. فَالْمُحَافِظْ عَلَى وَقْتِهِ يَتَمَلْمَلْ وَيُورِي مَثَلًا بِقَصْرِ اللَّيْلِ أَوْ مَا أَشْبَهَ ذَلِكِ So the... Uh, so the one who, who, who's keen on his time, he becomes uh, bored and he tries to يعني, find a way out by saying that the night is short and things of this nature. But the other one, because he loves him so much, uh, he continues to speak. يعني, the sheikh tried to hint, like, look, look man, the night is short and you know, we're running out of time and the guy is still telling stories and telling stories and telling stories. And this happens a lot now on social media. And it doesn't have to be between uh, uh, the students of the sheikh and the sheikh. It could happen between what you call followers and the public speaker or the followers of the day. Some people, you, you give them a little bit of attention, then they, they drain you. You give them a little bit of attention, they drain you. Non-stop questions, non-stop requests, non-stop stuff. Dude. You make the person regret replying to you in the first place. So you should have some intelligence and some wisdom and some etiquettes and know when to communicate and when to stay away. Further, you should have some manners in which you communicate also. There are certain etiquettes. Whenever you send a video, whatever you send a voice message, caption, caption it with a statement, with a salam, with an introduction, who you are. You just send a voice message to a random person. If this person receives 100, 100 messages a day, you better believe they're not going to listen to your voice message. It's coming from an anonymous number. Yeah, some of the etiquettes which are not practiced today. Wallah al-musta'an wa alayhi al-mushtaka. Thirdly, anna al-malaikata alayhi mussalam yumkin an yatashakkalu bi ashkalin ghayri ashkali al-malaika. لأن جبريل أتى بصورة لأن جبريل أتى بصورة بصورة رجل كما جاء في الحديث. That the angels peace be upon them may take up forms other than the form of the angels, because جبريل came in up in an image of a man. He came in an in the image of a man as it comes in the hadith. As it comes in the hadith. فَإِنْ قَالَ قَائِلْ وَهَلْ هَذَا إِلَيْهِمْ أَوْ إِلَى اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ Is this for them or for Allah عز وجل? The answer is هَذَا إِلَى اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ This is for Allah عز وجل بمعنى أنه لا يستطيع الملك أن يتزين بزي الغير إلا بإذن الله عز وجل Meaning the angel cannot independently change his appearance except by the permission of Allah عز وجل Fourthly الأدب مع المعلم كما فعل جبريل عليه السلام حيث جلس أمام النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم جلسة المتأدب ليأخذ منه the, the etiquettes and the manners with the teacher as جبريل عليه السلام did 
wherein he sat in front of the Prophet ﷺ in a respectful manner in order to take knowledge from him and learn from him. Oh, wow. Jawazu Tawriya liqawlihi ya Muhammad. The permissibility of maneuvering. Because he said, oh Muhammad, وَهَذِي الْعِبَارَةُ عِبَارَةُ الْأَعْرَابِ And this is a statement used by the Bedouins. فَيُورِي بِهَا كَأَنَّهُ عَرَبِي So he's trying, to, he's trying to insinuate that he's a Bedouin. وَإِلَّا فَأَهْلِ الْمُدُنِ الْمُتَخَلِّقُونَ بِأَخْلَاقِ الْفَاضِلَةِ لَا يُنَادُونَ الرَّسُولَ صَلَّى اللَّهُ سَلَمِ مِثْلِ هَذَا Otherwise, the uh, civilized people that live in the city that, are, that, that adorn themselves with, with good traits and good character, they don't address the Prophet ﷺ in this manner. They wouldn't call him, they would not call him Ya Muhammad. They would not call him Ya Muhammad. They would say Ya Nabi Allah, Ya Rasul Allah, Ya Abal Qasim. They would call the Prophet ﷺ by other names. They wouldn't call him plain Ya Muhammad. So Jibreel was insinuating that he's someone else and it's permissible at times. Fadilatul Islam. Sixthly, the virtue of Islam. And that it should be the first thing that you ask about. This is why the Prophet وسلم, when he would send the messengers to invite people to Allah, he would command them to begin with the shahada of La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. So whenever you send messengers to give da'wah, you begin with the shahada. And as I've said many times, anybody and everybody who's involved in da'wah the thing that you are obliged to communicate and convey to the people is the da'wah of Tawheed and La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Seventh, anna arkana al-islami hiya hadhi al-khamsa. That the pillars of Islam are those five. Wa yu'ayyiduhu hadithu abdullahi, hadithu abdillahi ibn Umar radiyallahu anhuma. I have to thank the Diobandis. I have to thank the Diobandis. Wallahi, they have done me a great favor. I was lazy. I was lazy in applying all the grammatical rules or giving it enough thought. I was focusing more on just reading and giving you the English because Arabic may not be your language. So that's not something that you're looking for. So whether I say a or u, it doesn't matter. But honestly, jazahumullahu khayran. Because of them, I am so much more particular about applying the qawaid, which I've known, alhamdulillah, rabbil alameen, and now I feel better. So as the uh, Arabs say, rubba darratin nafi'a, perhaps something harmful will be beneficial. And as Allah says in the Quran before that, wa'asa an takrahu shay'an wa huwa khayrun lakum, perhaps you will hate something that is good for you. I hated it, but now I'm realizing it's good for me. Because now you get to apply the rules of mudaf and mudaf ilayhi and fa'il and maf'ul bihi and wubtada u khabar. Oh, it's a big, big, big discussion. But hey, hey. Tayyip. Uh, so it is, it is further fortified by the hadith of Ibn Umar, Abdullah ibn Umar, may Allah be pleased with him and his father, 
قال بني الإسلام على خمس وسيأتي شرحه إن شاء الله تعالى that Islam was built upon five and the explanation of that will come soon إن شاء الله eighthly فضل الصلاة وأنها مقدمة على غيرها بعد الشهادتين the virtue of the salah and that it is given precedence over other aspects of the deen other over other pillars of Islam after the shahadatayn. Ninthly, الحث على إقامة الصلاة وفعلها قويمة مستقيمة وأنها ركن من أركان الإسلام. The encouragement to establish the salah. The encouragement to establish the salah and that it should be done upright and straight and that it is a pillar from the pillars of Islam. Tenthly, أن إيتاء الزكاة أن إيتاء الزكاة وصوم رمضان وحج البيت من أركان الإسلام that given the zakah, fasting Ramadan and performing pilgrimage to the house, to the Kaaba is from the pillars of Islam ولو قال قائل if a person were to say إذا ترك الإنسان واحدا من هذه الأركان هل يكفر أم لا if a human were to abandon one of those pillars does he become a disbeliever or no فالجواب the answer أن نقول is that we say إذا لم يشهد أن إذا لم يشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأن محمد رسول الله فهو كافر بالإجماع if he does not bear witness that there is no deity worthy of worship but Allah and that Muhammad is the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم he is a disbeliever as per the consensus as per the unanimous agreement and consensus, لا خلاف في هذا there is no difference of opinion regarding the subject matter. وأما إذا ترك الصلاة والزكاة والصيام والحج أو واحدا منها ففي ذلك خلاف. As for if he were to abandon salah or zakah or fasting or hajj or any one of those, then there's a difference of opinion. فعن الإمام أحمد رحمه الله uh, on the authority of Imam Ahmad may Allah mercy on him رواية one, one opinion basically أن من ترك واحدا منها فهو كافر whosoever abandons any one of those pillars is a disbeliever يعني من لم يصلي فهو كافر whoever does not pray is a kafir ومن لم يزكي فهو كافر and whosoever does not pay zakah is a kafir. وَمَنْ لَمْ يَصُمْ فَهُوَ كَافِرْ Whoever does not fast is a disbeliever. وَمَنْ لَمْ يَحُجِّ الْبَيْتِ فَهُوَ وَمَنْ لَمْ يَحُجِّ فَهُوَ كَافِرْ Whoever does not perform pilgrimage, then he is also a disbeliever. لَكِنَّ هَذِهِ الرِّوَايَةُ مِنْ حَيْثُ الدَّلِيلِ ضَعِيفَةِ However, this riwayah in terms of being evidence is actually weak. والصواب and the correct opinion is أن هذه الأربعة لا يكفر تاركها إلا الصلاة that those four their abandoner does not become a disbeliever except the one who abandons صلاة لقول عبد الله بن شقيق because of the same of عبد الله شقيق رحمه الله كان أصحاب النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يرون شيئا من الأعمال تركه كفر إلا الصلاة the companions of the Prophet ﷺ did not consider any deed to, that is abandoned to be a, a, to be an act of kufr except abandoning salah. 
and that has abundance of evidence. If my brothers and sisters, you are interested in knowing what those evidences are, then I recommend that you listen to my lecture, Errors in Connections. Errors in Connections or Connection. Connection, singular. Wherein we discuss the virtue of salah and importance of salah and why the scholars who consider the person to be a disbeliever, why they consider it to be the case based on textual evidence. طيب. وَكَذَا لَوْ أَنْكَرَ وُجُوبَهَا وَهُوَ يَفْعَلُهَا فَإِنَّهُ يَكْفُرُ Similarly, if a person were to deny the, the obligation or the obligatory nature of the salah, even though he's performing it, he still disbelieves. لِأَنَّ وُجُوبَهَا because its obligation is a matter that is known by necessity in the religion of Islam. If a person were to abandon the salah purposely, does he have to make it up or no? The one who lets the salah go out of its time does not make it up. فَلَوْ تَرَكَ الصَّلَاةَ حَتَّى خَرَجَ وَقْتُهَا فَلَا بِلَا عُذْرٍ قُلْنَا لَا تَقْدِهَا If he let the salah time go out, if the time of salah ended and he had no excuse, meaning he didn't pray and he had no excuse, we say to him, don't make it up. فَأَنَّهُ لَوْ قَضَاهَا لَمْ تَنْفَعْهُ Even if he were to make it up, it will not benefit him. لِقَوْلِ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى Because Allah said, Whoever transgresses against the limits of Allah, it is those who are the transgressors and the oppressors. And the oppressor, his deed cannot be accepted of him. Whosoever allows the time of salah to end without any excuse, he is an oppressor. وَلِقَوْلِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمَ And because the Prophet said, مَنْ عَمِلَ عَمَلًا لَيْسَ عَلَيْهِ أَمْرُنَا فَهُوَ رَدْ Whoever does a deed that is not in accordance with this affair of ours will have it rejected. وَكَذَلِكَ يُقَالُوا فِي الصَّوْمِ Similarly, we say regarding fasting, فَلَوْ تَرَكَ الْإِنسَانُ صَوْمَ يَوْمٍ عَمْدًا If a person were to abandon the fasting of a day purposely, بِلَا عُذْرٍ Without an excuse. ثُمَّ نَدِمَ بَعْدَ أَنْ دَخَلَ شَوَّالْ وَأَرَادَ أَنْ يَقْضِيَ Then he regretted that. After Shawwal came in, meaning Ramadan ended and he wanted to make up that day. فَأَنَّنَا نَقُولُ لَهُ We say to him, لَا تَقْضِهِ Don't make it up. لِأَنَّكَ لَوْ قَضَيْتَهُ لَمْ يَنْفَعَكْ لَمْ يَنْفَعَكْ If you were to make it up, it will not benefit you. لِكَوْنِكَ تَعَدَّيْتَ حُدُودَ اللَّهِ Because you have transgressed against the limits of Allah. وَلِقَوْلِ النَّبِيِّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ وَسَلَّمَ مَنْ عَمِلَ عَمَلًا لَيْسَ عَلَيْهِ أَمْرُونَ فَهُورَدْ And because the Prophet ﷺ said, whoever does a deed that is not in accordance with this affair of ours will have it rejected. وَعَلَى مَنْ تَرَكَ الصَّلَاةَ بِلَا عُذْرٍ حَتَّى خَرَجَ الْوَقْتُ أَوْ تَرَكَ الصَّوْمَ بِلَا عُذْرٍ حَتَّى خَرَجَ الْوَقْتُ أن يكثر من الطاعات والاستغفار والعمل الصالح والتوبة إلى الله توبة نصوحة. And for the person who allows the time of salah to end without a valid excuse, or he does the same thing, he abandons fasting without an excuse. 
then this person has to increase in his obedience, forgiveness, and righteous deeds, and repentance to Allah. Proper, sincere repentance to Allah. As for the zakah, if a person abandoned it, then he repented, he should pay the zakah. نقول زكي لأنه ليس للزكاة وقت محدد يقال فيه لا تزكي إلا في الشهر الفلاني. We say pay the zakah because there isn't a specific time limited for zakah where you can, you say you only pay zakah in this month like many people do right now only in Ramadan they pay zakah. ومن مات وهو لم يزكي تهاونا فهل تخرج زكاة هل تخرج الزكاة من ماله أم لا؟ If a person died without having paid zakah out of out of carelessness. Do we take it out from the wealth that he leaves behind or no? Well, Jawab, the answer is Al-Ahwat, the more, the safer. Wallahu alam, and Allah knows best, anna zakata tukhraj, that the zakah should be given. لأنه يتعلق بها حق أهل الزكاتي فلا تسقط, because it is, it, it is connected to the right of the people of zakah. So it does not get, uh, uh, it does not get uh, basically cancelled. لكن لا تبرأ ذمته, but he is not also freed from the obligation. He died without having paid the zakah. Meaning, of course, if the zakah was due. And similarly, we say regarding hajj. If the person who's capable and financially capable and physically capable left it out of negligence until he died, you cannot perform hajj on his behalf. He doesn't want hajj. How are you going to perform hajj on his behalf when he himself does not want hajj? No. Meaning all of y'all who have the dinero, brothers and sisters, we've made this reminder many times before and hajj is actually around the corner. So let me do another reminder for y'all. If you can afford to come and perform hajj, it's obligatory on you to come perform hajj. Y'all hoarding money and stacking money and waiting to buy properties and waiting to buy fancy cars and waiting to do this and waiting to do that all whilst you could afford to spend this money to full, fulfill your Islam and to complete the fifth pillar of your religion. Yet you're slacking and you're uh, 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 procrastinating and you're putting it off and postponing it until further notice, you are in danger, my friend. You are in serious, serious danger. It's about time you visited the house of Allah. It's about time you contacted a travel agency for Hajj and Umrah, for Hajj, and you started doing the paperwork. Come to the house of Allah. Uh, enjoy the, the benefits of, of doing Hajj and the virtue of Hajj, and complete your Islam, and, and have a peaceful life. Because you only have to do it once. Only once, ya Sheikh. Only once, ya Sheikha. Of course, if you meet the conditions. Huh? Sisters without a mahram, stay home. Sisters without a mahram, stay put. Don't you dare move, travel on your own, and say, I'm traveling with a bunch of sisters, and mashallah, like a bunch of sisters is going to fix, uh, is, they're going to become a man. You think like five women can become a man? Five women is five women. Five women is five times the drama. Five women is five times the need for protection. Five women is five times the obligation for a man to look after them. 
Five women, ten women do not become a man. A man is a man and a woman is a woman. They've never been the same. They will never be the same. The men are the, 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 the bosses of the women. Qawwam is the boss, the master, the one in charge, the chief in command, the president, the king, and the wife is not. That's, uh, that's just nil-akhir yani. Nil-akhir yani asan lan lifundur nitfalsaf ala baat. We need to cut that, cut that all this, this feminist nonsense. Sisters, if you don't have a mahram, hajj is not obligatory on you. Allah will not hold you accountable if you meet him without having done hajj because you never had a mahram to go with you, you are excused. Because Allah said, man alayhi sabila. Whoever has the means to do so and you not having a mahram means you don't have the means. But this whole women camps who go together and supposedly uh, think that this is going to make up for the presence of a man, la wallah. La wallah. If a man wanted to harass you on the airplane, if you're sitting next to a man and he has his elbow right there, you guys don't understand what's going on in the world, man. What's going on in the world, man. I've seen these things. I've seen these things firsthand. I've witnessed and seen these things firsthand. A sister, a woman, sits in, a, in the middle seat between two men. You better believe if this man doesn't fear Allah, he's going to stick that elbow somewhere in her flesh. And there are two types of women. A woman who's going to be repelled and disgusted by this. And now she has a problem in trying to publicize this and say, hey, people, you know, flight attendant, captain, someone, this guy's, you know, trying to touch me. And he could easily turn around and say, well, it was by mistake. Come on, man. Are you kidding me? You think I'm that uh, pathetic? I was just trying to fix my arm. I, I bumped into her by mistake. So she, usually a woman doesn't want to put herself in this predicament. She keeps quiet, even so she doesn't like it. And then you have the freak. You have the freak who actually likes it. She likes that attention. She likes that. It's, it's also for her. It's, 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 shaitan is sitting right there between them. What five women or ten women are going to protect you from this? Whereas if you have your husband around and he's sitting next to you, which man is going to put his arm? Knowing that if your husband sees him by mistake, he's going to break his jaw. And squeeze him through the, the airplane window and watch him land uh, on a zebra and get eaten by a, an alligator. Are you kidding me? A man will lose, will lose his mind if he knows that someone touched his woman or his daughter or his mother or whatever. I mean, these are, these are, the, these are the things that people don't think about, you know? So yeah, sister, stop traveling without a mahram. Cut that crap. It's not working. Doesn't make sense. وهنا مسألة هل يجب على ورثته أن يخرج الحج عنه من تركته؟ Here's a, a subject to discuss. Is it obligatory on his inheritors to actually pay off, pay for a hajj, the value of a hajj from his uh, left, from his uh, from his wealth, from an inheritance, from his inheritance? والجواب and the answer is <clears throat> لا. No, No, and it will not benefit, benefit him because it does not involve the rights of others as in the case with zakah. Ibn Qayyim said in the book Tahdib al-Sunan, This is what we, uh, you know, this is the religion that we, we, or this is the position that we 
hold ourselves accountable before Allah with. Or a word of this nature. And this is what the evidences indicate. يجب على الإنسان أن يتقي الله عز وجل لأنه إذا مات ولم يحج مع قدرته على الحج فإنه لو حج عنه ألف مرة لم تبرأ ذمته الله أكبر That's why a human being should fear Allah because if he dies having not performed hajj with in spite of his ability to perform hajj then even if a thousand people were to perform hajj on his behalf it will not suffice him it will not suffice him. Eleventh, الانتقال من الأدنى إلى الأعلى, transitioning from what is lower to what is higher. فالإسناء فالإسلام بالنسبة للإيمان أدنى. Islam in comparison to iman is lower. لأن كل إن لأن كل إنسان يمكن أن يسلم ظاهرا, يسلم ظاهرا. Every person can outwardly, you know, become a Muslim. كما قال الله تعالى, as Allah said. قالت الأعراب آمنا the believers the Arabs say that we have believed قل لم تؤمنوا ولكن قولوا أسلمنا say you have not believed rather say we have submitted we have become Muslims لكن الإيمان اللهم حقق إيماننا however faith we ask Allah to to validate our iman ليس بالأمر الهين فمحله القلب والاتصاف به صعب it is not an easy matter it resides in the heart and and, and, and having that quality of Iman is a difficult thing. Twelfth point. أن الإسلام غير الإيمان. Islam is not like Iman. لأن جبريل عليه السلام قال أخبرني عن الإسلام وقال أخبرني عن الإيمان وهذا يدل على التغاير. Because Jibreel asked him about, tell me about Islam, tell me about Iman, and that indicates a, a variation and a difference between them. وهذه المسألة نقول فيها ما قال السلف. This matter we say what the Salaf have said. إن ذكر الإيمان وحده دخل فيه الإسلام. If iman is mentioned on its own, then Islam is included. وإذا وإن ذكر الإسلام وحده دخل فيه الإيمان. If Islam is mentioned on its own, then iman is included. فقوله تعالى ورضيت لكم الإسلام دينا. The statement of Allah Azza wa Jal. And I am pleased with Islam as a religion for you. يشمل الإيمان. This includes iman. وقوله تعالى فقل أسلمت وجهي لله ومن اتبعن. Say, I have submitted my face to Allah and those who follow me. يشمل الإيمان. This includes Iman. كذلك الإيمان إذا ذكر وحده دخل فيه الإسلام. Similarly, if Iman is mentioned independently, then Islam is automatically included and incorporated. قال الله تعالى وبشر المؤمنين and give glad tidings to the believers. بعد أن ذكر يؤمنون ل... تؤمنون بالله ورسوله وتجاهدون في سبيل الله بأموالكم وأنفسكم. You believe in Allah and His Messenger and you fight and struggle in the cause of Allah with your with your wealth and yourselves. However, if they mention together, then they become segregated and separated. So then Islam is explained with the outwardly actions. Uh, from the statements of the tongue and the actions of the limbs. And then Iman refers to the internal deeds that is related to belief of the heart and the deeds of the heart. An example, this hadith that we have here. And what helps 
reinforce this difference between Iman and Islam is the statement of Allah Azza wa Jal. قالت العرب آمنا. The Arabs say we have believed. قل لم تؤمنوا. Say you have not yet believed. ولكن قولوا أسلمنا. However, say we have we have embraced Islam. ولما يدخل الإيمان في قلوبكم. While Iman has not yet entered your hearts. فإن قال قائل if a person were to say, في قولنا إذا اجتمعا افترقا إشكال. In the statement of ours, when they come together, they are segregated, is an issue. وهو قول الله تعالى في قوم لوط. In the statement of Allah عز وجل regarding the people of Lut. فأخرجنا من كان فيها من المؤمنين فما وجدنا فيها غير بيت من المسلمين. So we took out whoever among them of the believers, but we only found one house of the we did not find anyone except one house for the Muslims, of the Muslims. So this here, Islam was used to refer to Iman. Because there was one house, one house of the Muslims when Allah wanted to take out the believers. The answer is this understanding of yours is erroneous. The statement of Allah, we took out whoever was among the believers, is specific to the believers. وقوله فما وجدنا فيها غير بيت من المسلمين يعم كل من كان في بيت بيت لوط. This includes everybody that was in Lot's house. وفي بيت وفي بيت لوط ما ليس بمؤمن. In Lot's house were people that were not believers. Whoa. Wait. Wait, guys. The monitor died. I don't know. Check the plug. Dude. Wait. Remove the thing and put the plug directly, please. Wow. Okay, that is next level. He literally tripped on the cable and then it worked. Okay, this happens once in a lifetime. Come on, guys. You're going to be like those people who are always freaking out over jinn? Hey. And so who was in Lut's house? His wife, who betrayed him and pretended to be with him when she's not. So the house is the house of the Muslims. Because his wife had not yet shown she did not show animosity and division. But those who were saved were the believers specifically. So the house, the house of Muslim, but because the wife of Lut, who had betrayed him, uh, was in the house, she was not among the believers. That's why Allah said, we saved the believers. Which reminds me, uh, uh, guys, it's important here to be, why is it important to have knowledge before you teach Islam, all right? Or before you even try to translate and, and work in this in this field. Uh, the, the term khiyana and khana, uh, con- contextually speaking, culturally speaking, when it's said about a woman, khana zawjaha, uh, it is unanimously agreed among all Arab cultures that that means that she cheated on him. So the translation would be she cheated on him. If you don't know any better, 
you could have fallen into the trap of, of claiming that Lut's wife cheated on him as in she had relations with other men. And it is known from the aqeed of Al-Sunnah wal-Jama'ah that we believe that Allah will not disgrace a prophet by allowing his wife to basically tarnish his bedsheet. So no woman ever cheated, no, no wife of a prophet ever cheated on her husband in terms of, of, of uh, uh, adultery. However, they betrayed them in terms of Iman, like the wife of Nuh and the, like the wife of Lut, like a wife of Nuh and the wife of Lut. So the khiyana here is the khiyana of, of aqidah, is the khiyana of Iman, is the khiyana diniyya, it is the religious betrayal and it is not the uh, betrayal of intimacy and having extramarital relationships. But if you don't know any better and you translate the standard uh, way people translate khiyana between husband and wife, then you could easily misconstrue the subject and mislead your, your audience and confuse the heck out of them by you basically not knowing what in the world you're talking about. So first you need to be aware of the principle that, that the wives of the prophets never cheated on them with other men. The only type of betrayal that they had was of religious nature. And secondly, you have to be familiar with the usage of the words so that you understand that the word khiyana, even though it is generally translated as cheating on in modern language, the actual meaning here is uh, betrayal, as in when Allah said, uh, when Allah says, uh, uh, Allah says to the believers, do not betray Allah and His Messenger while you know. So the term khiyana also appears in the Quran, and you need to be f familiar with that particular usage as well. We can attain a benefit from this ayah. That if a country is dominated by, or the people that are in charge or dominated are the Muslims, it is considered to be an Islamic country. Even if that country has Jews, has Christians or Jews or, or idolaters or polytheists or Shiyun uh, secularists. Uh, because Allah considered the house of Lut to be the house of Muslims, even though his wife is a disbeliever. So, this is a type of uh, distinction, variation we make between in the matter of Islam and Iman, faith and Islam. So the matter becomes, as some have said, they both come together. If you say in one sentence, Iman and Islam, then their meanings are separate. Islam is for the outwardly, Iman is for the inwardly. If they're used independently, then one will also in, is inclusive of the other. This is similar to al-miskeen wal-faqeer. All of these terms, when they come together, they have separate independent meanings. When they're used independently, then their meanings encompass the meanings of the others. What? Ay, 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 ay. Looks like it's going to be a minute. Hey. Tayyip. 13th point. The pillars of Iman are six as previously mentioned. 
وهذه الأركان تورث للإنسان قوة الطلب في الطاعة والخوف من الله والخوف من الله عز وجل. And those pillars they they make you they basically trigger the person uh, the you know uh, to 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 strive to be obedient to Allah and to fear Allah عز وجل. Fourteenth, أن من أنكر واحدا من هذه الأركان الستة فهو كافر. لأنه مكذب لما أخبر به رسول الله صلى الله صلى الله عليه وسلم. Whoever denies one of these six pillars of faith is a disbeliever because he is denying and belying what the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم informed us of. Fifteenth benefit: إثبات الملائكة وأنه يجب الإيمان بهم uh, uh, to affirm the existence of angels and that it's obligatory for you to believe in them. وهنا مسألة and here's the subject matter هل الملائكة أسام أم أرواح أم قوة here's a subject to discuss are the angels bodies or are they souls or are they strength والجواب الملائكة أسام بلا شك the angels are bodies no doubt قال الله عز وجل جاعل الملائكة رسلا أولي أجنحة مثنى الله عز وجل made the angels messengers possessing wings in twos and threes and fours مثنى وثلاثة وربع وقال نبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أطط السماء والأطيط صرير الرحل the, the, the heaven make the sound of screeching uh, which is the sound that you, you, you hear when you, when, from when you ride on the saddle of the camel أي إذا كان على البعير حمل ثقيل when you, when you burden the, the, the animal with a lot of weight تسمع له صريرا من ثقل الحمل you hear that kind of that's, that squeaking, squeaking, screeching sound from, from, the, uh, from the weight فيقول عليه الصلاة والسلام وحق لها أن طأت and it had every right to, to make that sound ما من موضع أربع أصابع there isn't a distance of four fingers إلا وفيه ملك except that there's an angel قائم لله أو راكع أو ساجد except that there's an angel either Standing before Allah Azza wa Jal or bowing or prostrating. And what, what supports this is Jibreel alayhi salam. He had 600 wings and he had covered the entire horizon. When the Prophet saw Jibreel, he fainted. And the evidence for that are ample. They're ample. As for the one who says, أنهم أرواح لا أسامة لهم. They are souls with no bodies. فقوله منكر وضلال. His statement is, is, is false and misguidance. وأشد منه نكارة من قال even worse than that those who say إن الملائكة كناية عن قوى الخير التي هي في نفس الإنسان. That angels is just a symbolic. They're symbolic for the, for the, uh, uh, the, the power of good that resides within a human. والشياطين كناية عن قوة الشر and the devils is just symbolic or figurative for the, uh, the, the powers of evil فهذا من أبطل الأقوال this is among the most false of statements طيب so with this inshallah ta'ala we will conclude because we still have more benefits to cover in this particular hadith which we will do inshallah maybe not next week maybe the one after because next week just, just could be Eid right? could be Eid right? yeah يلا يا 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 أولاد ويا بنات طيب برو إذا إذا أنت 
الوقت بالشغله التي اذا اذا انتهى الوقت بالشغله التي بتفيدنا بجسم وعقلنا زي كره القدم وحلل الغاز وغيرها بيكون حرام ايه طبعا طبعا يعني if you continue to play football or to 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 do whatever until the time of salah ended of course it's haram and according to some of the scholars it's kufr also you leave islam altogether by allowing the time of salah to end so you can play some football football على اللي جاب الفوتبول على ابو الفوتبول بلا فوتبول بلا بطيخ بلا بطاطس صلاه يا عبد الله صلاه اي اي ايش في يا نيكست وعليكم السلام منصور Is it from the sunnah for the imam in Qunut to shout from the top of his lungs and the imam in Ma'mum to cry profusely also Qunut is very long? If it's wrong, should I change Masajid? Wallahi, it's not just wrong. It's it's absolutely devastatingly wrong. It's one of the crimes of the imams of, of today. Wallah, some of these imams are criminals. Uqsum billah, they're criminals. Have absolutely no manners and no adab with Allah Azza wa Jal. Screaming like a, like a, like a donkey in the salah. And the people behind screaming "Amin" and crying like it's a, like it, like you attended a funeral of a bunch of women. All this is not from the way of the Prophet ﷺ. The Prophet ﷺ used to be humble in making du'a, used to humble himself before Allah. And, and we have many ayat from the Quran that uh, that command us to speak lowly. Call on your Lord in, in humility and in, in low voice. Don't be loud in your in your dua. And don't be silent and, and take a path in between. I've addressed this issue many times before. Yeah, find a masjid where people are not that crazy. يعني زين انا مثلا بضرب الرمل ولا بدي خمن من عندك انت كاتب لي كمان لغه عربيه مكسره ابني ما بيكتبها حدا بيكتب انتهى الف نون تاء ها وها مربوطه تاء مربوطه بدون النقطتين عمل لي ها يعني انت مخبص ام العربي كمان عم بتلومني بدي افهم عليك يا زلمه انت بضرب الرمل انا شو بدك شو ما بدك حريشك ما بنخلص معكم كمان جاي بدك تهتني وريحني على النفس هلا والله بالشيخ زين طيب السلام عليكم السلام عليكم السلام how are you alhamdulillah can you explain about the possibility of Laylat Qadr that it can be an odd or even nights I can't understand it properly طيب Shaykh Al-Sabi Ibn Taymi rahimahullah he combined a hadith regarding the subject matter some ahadith say that it's it could be the 21st 23rd 25th and some ahadith say if there's if there's uh, nine uh, nights left if there's seven nine left if there's five nines uh, nights left if there's three nights left So when you when you count them backwards, that means now this is falling actually on the even days. So if you count forward, it's going to be all the odd days. If you count uh, uh, backwards, it's going to be all the uh, even days. Therefore, making it plausible and possible that it could be in any one of the last 10 nights with the probability being higher in the odd nights. Yeah, go to our Facebook page. We have a diagram that explains it. On our Facebook page, One Way to Paradise or Abu Musab Ashdi Akari, we have a diagram that explains it. Now, next. Ustadna Abu Musab. Allah yistur minnak ya akram. Ma'ana, ma'ana qawlu nabiyya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
من صام يوما في سبيل الله بعد الله وجهه عن النار 70 خريفا وقال الصيام في سبيل الله يعني الجهاد ام يعني الايام العاديه طبعا نو جست مينز اني فاستنج جست مينز اني فاستنج that you fast whether obligatory or voluntary is means for you to be distanced from the fire the hadith is self explanatory there's nothing to explain next saw my young 15 year old female cousin speaking to a non mahram from somewhere i know for sure her parents would want me to inform them of this if i saw something like this is this considered exposing another Muslim sin or should I tell her parents because it helps them protect their daughter from potential harm? Yeah, you should tell them. You should tell them. Now. Brother, if they talk to us, they will talk to them so they will talk to them. What do you want to do, brother? I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to talk to you. Next. Please ask in English, Ya Sheikh. Please ask in English, Ya Zain. I, I need, a, I need an, an analyst to analyze your, your, what you're saying. Lay Muslim doormate has beliefs like Prophet being present, aware, being the light of creation, us needing his intercession and dua sometimes. He sometimes needs our salah. Can I pray behind? No. Do not pray behind him. I'm struggling with my Iman in the West. Am I sinful for not flying to a Muslim country and staying there? Yes. Ustad, what is tazkiyah to nafs? It is self-purification. I think I have a lecture on a topic called the purity of the pure. Purity of the pure. Watch it. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. We know that when the Imam says Dua al-Qunut in the Witter prayer, page 01, <laughs> Aywa, we as Muqtaris will keep saying Ameen, Ameen at the end of each kalima. For example, when he says Allah Mahdina fi man hadayt, we will say Ameen, Sah. However, when the Imam says Wasalli Allahumma, Wasalli Allahu ala Nabi, no, Salli with the Saad, it's with the Saad, Ya Fuad. Then should we say Ameen or be silent? No, you send Salah. When he says, وَصَلِّ لَهُمْ عَنَ مُحَمَّدِ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَامِ If angels are bodies, why Allah described angel as الروح القدس? Because bodies have روح. <laughs> Don't you have a روح? Aren't you a human with a body and a روح? So does, does having a روح mean you don't have a body? That means you're just a soul, you're not a body. Come on, man. Abu Alpha, come on, man. That was a, that was a funny one. <laughs> Why is it that channels like you who speak the haq have little subscribers and views while those who spread clear de deviance have millions? Are Muslims attracted to deviants and kufur? Yes. Yes, Muslim, uh, Muslims, for the most part, love entertainment. So someone like Ali Da'wah, who has hit a million subscribers. And wallahi, I would be very happy. Wallahi, wallahi. And Allah is my witness. Allah is my witness. He knows what's in my heart. 
had Ali da'wah been giving da'wah to the Quran and the Sunnah according to the understanding of the Salaf, Wallahi, I would be happy, as happy as a human could be that he not only reached a million, inshallah, ya Rabbi, he will reach 10 million subscribers. And every time he disseminates beneficial knowledge, the entire Muslim, uh, Muslim ummah benefits. Wallah, we would happy for every channel, Muslim channel that has subscribers if they were preaching the true Islam. But Wallah, it breaks my heart that someone like Ali needs da'wah has a million subscribers. The, the content and the, the, the content is so repulsive and so disgusting. We have reached new lows where we have now men and women sitting together, women with not proper hijab. It's absolutely important. Thumbnails that have nakedness, thumbnails that have women showing their body parts. It's just next level of filth. And then attacking all the people. Not only that, and then also in the process, attacking me and attacking Sajid Lipem and attacking people that call to the sunnah and making all kinds of threats. It is absolutely disgusting. What a waste of energy and time that the people subscribe to such filth. Once in a blue moon, he makes a beneficial reminder. Wallah, my 12-year-old my child can do better than that. Your 12-year-old child can do better than that. That's the reality though. People love this kind of drama, man. They subscribe and they like and they donate money to these people. They're willing to pay money to these people. Like right now, Daniel, in the midst of all these attacks, he's collecting money. Support, support our activities, support our dawah. And they collect money day and night. Day and night, they're collecting money. They beg. They are beggars also. And not only do they, they, they cause collateral damage, they're also beggars. Please, please. Give us money so we can continue to confuse and misguide the people. A'udhu Billah. It's not like you're selling a product. If you're selling a product, Zakallah khair. You can sell a product and make benefit and make money out of it. But it's, it's beyond that. And people pay buckloads of money to these people, man. So why? Uh, that's the reality. You look at any, any channel <clears throat> that has beneficial knowledge with no ads. It's barely there. Alhamdulillah, if Allah accepts from us, wallahi, we don't need even subscribers and followers. If, if three of you become guided by the will of Allah, if only three of you, if one of you only becomes guided by the will of Allah and he starts practicing Islam properly because of some reminder from this channel, wallahi, we're happy. If Allah accepts it from us, it's a good sign. One person, let alone two or three. It's not about the numbers. It's about the actual benefit. Allah Musta'an. Yeah. Is 96% alcohol in cough syrup halal? The medicine that works is one prescribed from, by my doctor. My throat has been very bad for overview, affecting reading the Quran. Wait, 96% alcohol? That's, that's vodka. That's, that's, a, 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 that's, that's whiskey. How can a cough a syrup has 90, have 96% alcohol? You'll drink it, you get drunk. No, it's not halal. <laughs> if it was 2% alcohol where you would have to drink 15 bottles of cough syrup and you probably would die before you ever get drunk, then it would be okay. But 96% alcohol, Akhi, this is that, that even beer does not have 96% alcohol. Maybe you have the wrong number there. There's no way there's 96% alcohol in cough syrup, but it would be sold in a liquor store, not in a, a pharmacy. <laughs> drunkards would be even saving money why buy a big bottle of uh, you know whatever Hennessy 
They'll just go get uh, two bottles of, uh, what is this called? Vicks. Alap. Yalla. Masjid near me pray tarawih and wit. And then pray. Kai mulayl. mulayl. Later in the night. Is this correct? No, I'm of the opinion that it's not correct. I am of the opinion that it's not correct. A lot of the scholars allow it. They say you could pray tarawih and then pray again qiyam uh, after midnight. I'm, I follow Sheikh Albani's position that tarawih is after Isha. I only pray tarawih and I don't personally, I don't involve, don't recommend praying anything in, uh, afterwards because it's not from the way of the Prophet it's not from the way of the Sahaba. But because it's a khilaf matter, I'm not in a position to forbid the evil and tell people don't do it because they have scholars that, that allow it. Personally, I don't think it's the sound opinion. Is there a way to speak to you privately? Uh, yes. Reach out to me on Instagram. Look up One Way to Fitness. One Way to Fitness channel on Instagram. I meant time just in general, not for Salah, Yazalami. I don't even understand what you want, Yazan. We're running out of time. When should we say Amin when praying in congregation? You should say Amin when praying in congregation. When the Imam is done with the Walad Dalin, when he says Amin, you say Amin with him. And if you mean when in Qunut, then when he's done with the Dua, every time he makes a Dua, Allah Mahdina fi man hadayt, you say Amin. Wa'afini fi man afayt, Amin. Wa fi man tawalayt, like that. Uh, how is the hukum of rejecting a pillar of Iman any different than rejecting any other aspect of Sunnah? Say, say in the Prophet I'm not having a beard. Aren't they both disbelievers? It depends, Habibi. It depends. If a person deliberately rejects a, a clear-cut hadith of the Prophet then that is a, a, an act of disbelief. But this could be something that is not ma'loom min ad-deen bil-darura. Whereas the whereas the pillars of iman is min al ma'loom min al din uh, it is known by necessity. It's known of the religion by necessity. Everybody knows it. Now, is it permissible to have no little love for Muslims? See, in the state of modern Muslims and the deviance and sins being accepted, or am I obliged to love all Muslims? No, you love all Muslims according to uh, the level of piety that they have, and you hate whatever you hate them according to the level of sinfulness they have. It's a combination of both. You don't love them unconditionally. You don't hate them unconditionally. Naam. خلاص خلاص اللي بعده خلاص خلصنا منه هذا أخونا زين شغلنا ما شاء الله تبارك الله وعليكم السلام أمتستك and have something called misophonia. May Allah عز وجل alleviate your your suffering and and grant you uh, healing and 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 recovery. I get strong negative reaction to certain sounds. I cannot focus in prayers. Am I allowed to wear noise cancelling headphones? Yes. Why do we take knowledge from Imam Hanifa even though he had issues in Aqeedah? Can you please recommend some lectures about this issue? I'm very confused about it. Don't worry about yourself about Imam Abu Hanifa. Don't worry yourself about Imam Abu Hanifa and his issues in Aqeedah. This is something that the senior scholars discuss. And this is an advanced topic that is not for the average student of knowledge or for the layman. You just learned the Aqeedah of, of the Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah which is embodied through the four madhahib and the four imams. You don't have to just take one over the other. Now, 
isn't the khiyana of the wise of Prophet in terms of Iman Aqidah worse than that of them cheating in any other matter? Likewise, the question of how Prophets allowed to be killed? No, it doesn't have to be. Because uh, if, if uh, a, a wife not becoming Muslim or, or betraying her, her husband, uh, who's a Prophet, is something that is expected because it's also a sign for the people that, uh, you know, Al-Hidayah biyadillah, that guidance is in the hands of Allah. Whereas her sleeping around with men, then no one will take him seriously. The Prophet will not be taken seriously by anyone. If, if they told him, oh, we're not going to believe in you because even your wife doesn't believe in you, he could easily say, well, you don't believe like she doesn't believe. I have no control over her heart. But if, they, if, they, if, he, if his wife was an adulteress, they're going to say to him, why would we take it seriously? You can't even control your own wife. Then they have, they have one on him. They got an, a point against him. Now. I asked the question about sinful for not flying to Muslim countries. So do I just buy the next plane ticket to Saudi and figure out when I'm there? No, of course not, Habibi. There's something called preparation. You can't just come to Saudi and survive here if you don't have a proper job and you don't have a proper setup. If you want to go to any majority Muslim country, if you want to go to any Muslim country, you need to make preparation. Doesn't have mean you have to pack and leave next in the next few hours. It could take you a year before you're able to leave. But if you're unable to maintain your Islam in a non-Muslim country, then yes, you need to start making plans to leave. So no Hajj and Umrah without a mahram. Yes, correct. Should I stop investing into halal stocks and gather the money to go to Hajj instead? Yes. Forget about investing into halal stocks and gather the money to go to Hajj if you have a mahram. Okay, that's enough for the day, guys. I got a jet. Zakumullah khairan. Barakallah fikum. Thank you so much for joining us. It's always lovely to see how we start the class with 20 people and end with 60 during the Q&A. Absolutely love it. Uh, but it's okay. It's better than nothing. Angels are bodies. Yes. Yes, angels are bodies. It's okay. They, they, they are not spiritual beings. They are bodies like we are bodies. They have souls like we have souls. But... They don't disobey Allah concerning what He commands them and they do that which they are commanded. Subhanakallahum bihamdik. Ashadu an la ilaha illa ant. Astaghfiruka tubulaik. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.